at it. This is episode 62 of the Halfway Humble Podcast. Are you proud of me? Did you see what I just did? I actually got the number right as soon as we started. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super proud of you, bro. You making so much progress. <laughs> if you if you've happened to live under a rock and for some reason have missed the other 61 episodes, I normally have to ask him what number we're on just because when you get on and you start talking, sometimes you have like a brain freeze where you can't remember certain things. So I always pitch it to Jay because he always is there and remembers that he's good with numbers and stuff. So, you know, that's what he, that's what he gets paid the big money for. Uh, yeah, nah, I'm I'm okay with numbers. I just, it just depends on what type of numbers I'm dealing with. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's all. He's dealing with the money. Good money numbers. Stamps, money numbers. Don't don't let stamps gas you up, people. You know, <laughs> I'm just here. I'm just a co-host. <laughs> Hey, man. Oh, man. More than that. More than that. But anyway, yeah, this is episode 62. I'm Jay Stamps. And I'm Jay. And we're here today. We're going to talk about uh, something that's super popular right now. We're kind of like on the beat. First of all, it's not the election. So calm down. We're not we're not even doing that here. <laughs> we're not doing that. So yeah, it's, not, it's not, that, not that topical. We're going to be speaking on... Uh, <laughs> Unless you want to speak about the elections, you you want to no, talk about I the don't. Nope, no sir. <laughs> you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so with that being said, we're going to speak on the. <laughs> we still have like a lag too. It's, it's still a delay. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Well, hopefully, hopefully this, by the time you hear it, ladies and gentlemen, I will have edited this stuff to make it sound decent for y'all. Otherwise, we just gonna scrap this whole episode, but carry on. So anyway, we uh we're actually going to speak about the, the documentary The Social Dilemma that was that's on Netflix currently. And just get into that. But I was gonna you know how we always started off. How's your week going, sir? Uh my week is going pretty good, man. Like I don't really have too many complaints, just you know, you know how it is, just trying to get through the work week and um trying to uh you know, get more customers signed up with Sapiens, um, which is getting done, by the way. So, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of my, um, you there know, you go. of the of of what I what what I have so far. Like, we, you know, we starting to grow with with clients and stuff like that. So, you know, slow process, but you know, we getting there. What about yourself? Man, uh, it's been pretty good. I, I'm not getting that sapiens money yet, but I, I do have I'm some uh, potential clients as far. <laughs> I'm not. I repeat, I'm not getting sapiens money, but um, <laughs> they did sapiens. Um, but go ahead. <laughs> I do. Uh, do have a. I do have a potential client as far as from a real estate. On the real estate side uh, of things, oh, 
about to sell that house, baby. I need my cut. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. We trying to we trying to get them a home, man. Trying to trying to get them a happy home. So I'm in, the, in that process uh finding that client a home. So that's that's going well. Um and I'm blessed, man. I can't I cannot complain. We just got back from Gatlinburg, which is a beautiful place to to those that have not been to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. I can sum it up as it's like Las Vegas of the South without the uh slot machines and the crazy stuff. But all the other entertainment is 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 fun. Like it's it's like all the good stuff about Vegas, like the shows and all that good stuff that and it's just the people walking around and there have been a lot of things to do. It's uh it's it's like that. It's like a sober Las Vegas in a sense, because you can try like moonshine and stuff there and wine taste, but quick question though. Uh does Gatlinburg yes, be popping in the summer? Yes. Really? Okay. Yes. Yeah. The the best times to I mean and Gall- Gallenberg's popping you pretty much all year round, but the best times I would say to go to Gatlinburg, the high points are uh fall, winter. Mm-hmm. Like that fall, like really the fall, like when it starts to get cold. That time and then summertime. I'm gonna go go in the winter and make sure the bears is hibernating so I ain't got to deal with that. Make sure they sleep. Yeah, there are bears. Yeah, I gotta make sure they sleep, bro. I'm not not dealing with it. Yeah, nah. They got, and they have preventions for that, which is crazy because they have like the trash cans on the street that actually you have to pull down on the handle to put the trash in there. It's just not like a regular trash can because, you know, the bears will get it. And they're yeah. not trying to get the bears, so yeah. they, you know, they have definitely have precautions for that. But yeah, no, it's a it's a dope place. Yeah, no, um, yeah, and like I said, it's pretty much year round because I mean, Christmas is pretty. Right after Christmas is pre- like it's just yeah, it's just a dope. It's one of those places that is a continuous vacay vacation spot, like a resort type spot. It's always there's like no really no bad time to go there unless it's just snowing or you can't you can't get there but other than that yeah anytime is good there work so yeah no, it was it, it was fun no, we did that for fall took the kids there for fall break so mm-hmm. we did that this week we getting back in the swing of things we um my kids gave me their report card they both got straight a's so the third grader got straight A's and the eleventh grader got straight A's. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's the business though. So yeah, so hey man, I can't, I cannot complain, dude. So yeah, everything's going good on my end, man. Try to get some sleep here and there. Yeah, that's that's uh, pretty important these days. <laughs> try, try to squeeze it in. Try to squeeze it yeah. in when I can. But then I have. <laughs> Can't take that for granted. No. Nah. And it, it's funny because then I have days like this where I could have slept in a little longer, but then my body just wakes me up. Like this is Saturday morning. It's about well, it's 11 o'clock at this point. And I woke up this morning around like 6.30, 7 o'clock. Not because I mm-hmm. wanted to. My body just woke me up. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it is what it is, I guess. But 
Yeah, man. I mean, we we can go ahead and get into it. I'm, hey, you guys, I'm proud because Jay actually said he watched the. Do- I got Jay to watch the documentary. Round of applause for that. Oh, Give me a round God. of applause. Come on, man. Come round on. of applause. You know how hard it is. And checking the archives, so you hear you hear me whine and complain about how hard it is to get Jay to watch something, and he watched the documentary. So thank you, Jay. This this guy here, you're you're welcome, sir. <laughs> Thank you. One one more round of applause for him. Uh, man, come on, man, producer, come on, come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so man, let's just go ahead and jump into it, man. Social dilemma. Yeah, let's do it. What what were your thoughts on it, Jay? Let's start off and let you kick it off. What were your thoughts on the documentary, uh, Social Dilemma? <laughs> Uh, so from my end, it was very, I thought it was very eye opening. I, I, I figured, well, I mean, you know, I, I've been doing my research on years for stuff like this. Um, so, um, I kind of knew what was going on kind of behind the scenes, but I just like the fact that the documentary kind of gave a really, really detailed in-depth look of how technology uh, especially uh, social media affects people, you know, on a on a day to day basis, and kind of the evolution of it, how it started, and how artificial intelligence or AI is really taking over. You know, what I'm saying it, it yeah. takes over. It 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 don't even we don't even control it anymore. It controls how we behave. Yeah. Now that's facts, man. I I I got the same. I got a lot of that same stuff from it. It, what threw me, what I, I won't say what threw me off, but what was very telling was, you know, when you first get into the documentary, you have they basically the and these are the people that worked on a lot of these initial um, social media platforms and things of that nature. And it's funny with how it was all started, like why they created certain things and then what they turned into. Right. That's the funniest part is because they did certain things, you know, just on some positive stuff, like even the like button, you know, somebody liking something on the status, you know, that was a very created with a very harmless intent, so they say. But, you know, now people, you know, if they don't get enough likes on something, the people are they're they're geared into that too. like, oh, man, I only got 10 likes on this. What I got to do to get 15? What's going to make right, me get 20 right. likes? Right, and, and it's that dopamine like, rush, man. Yeah. Mhm. So it's it's real. It's real. It's very. Uh, it's 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 very interesting because I think that all of us being in the social media age, especially with us uh, people who have businesses and stuff like that, right, and just trying to get out there and trying to get more reach and and reach different audiences and get people to actually pay attention to the product that we trying to sell and stuff like that. Um, that's still very much a, a dopamine effect for, for us. So a lot of times, I mean, even me, like I got to watch myself, you know what I mean? Like, cause I'm constantly, uh, I feel like I do more absorbing the information and consuming of, of, of helpful information that I could use. Um, to to actually, you know, uh, improve what I know, you know, what I'm saying versus like just kind of mm-hmm. like the mindless entertainment stuff. But, um, you know, I still got to watch it 
every now and then because it it can social media can suck you in whether it's a notification a text message that you see you receive somebody sliding in your dms you know what i mean like because you your phone is is you know is is kind of wanting you to check those notifications like they did it in a way to where you receive that type of dopamine rush you know what i mean like they they exactly. understand the psychology behind how humans work you know what i'm saying and they make all of these apps cater to that you know what i mean so it's it's a, it's a it's a it's very scary territory that we walking into i think or where yeah, i mean no, that we're I, already in really yeah no i agree with you because i think that with that being said it's like you know you that consistent look for approval or acceptance mm-hmm. it's something that is just continuously given when you look at those notifications and you see those likes and you see those cosigns it's okay to okay acknowledge it sometimes be like okay cool that was cool that somebody you know liked what i was talking about but it it becomes unhealthy when you begin to live for those things and those things to take over your normal life because it's like it's not reality and i think that's that's what was telling was the effect that it was having on people and when they started doing the because i'm i'm i i love when they start doing the demos and the numbers and and uh giving you fig fact facts and figures of the um the impact that the social media has had, like when you're talking in regards to, um, they gave a number of the height of, like the height of suicide and it's risen since the popularity right. of social media has became uh, prevalent. And it was just like, man, it's like that, that has had such an impact on society as a whole and people's self-esteem because it's like it's all your self-esteem lies in your phone now Mm -hmm. like for a lot of people i'm not saying everybody but for a lot of people that's where your self-esteem is that that's where you get your boost in the morning that's where you get either built up or torn down is in your phone and that's not healthy right so it's like if if that's the case then you know it's almost like we need to unplug more and more. Like even right now, I'm getting notifications. Like, hey, Justin, such and such is right, is, is right, liking this, and I'm just like, okay, let me flip my phone over so I'm not looking at it. Right, I, you know, it, it's too much, and and I think it made it made me a lot more uh, cognizant of that fact that you know we are doing it, even if we're you know some people we some people do it consciously, but some people do it unconsciously because it's been a factor of our lives now for at least the last 10 years and yeah, more yeah, than that, really but yeah it's just like it's 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 crazy and it was just amazing to see like the people that have built all of this stuff now you know when they start to turn the mirror you know turn turn the camera on themselves or look mm-hmm. in the mirror and mm-hmm. they begin to talk about their experiences a lot of them don't even use it anymore. Like a lot of them stay away from it. So it is like, and they don't let their kids use it. And that was the right. most telling part to me. Did you notice that when they asked them about their kids, like how much time yeah. do your kids spend on social media? And they're like, yeah. no, they don't use and it. And one, one lady, yeah, one, well, one lady was like, yo, I can't so, get my kids off of it. It's crazy. There's still like a delay. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I was saying that um, one of the, the the ladies, one of the ladies that was yeah. on there, was saying that they she she couldn't keep her kids off of social media. Yeah, and that that's the that's the craziest part because it was like then the, then the guy there was a guy on there and he cracked me up where he said it was so bad for him where he was like hiding in his pantry and still checking his phone and, and scrolling through his phone like he tried yeah. to leave, leave his phone in his car and he couldn't right. do he was like I can't do that then he took it in the house and then like his kids would be wanting stuff and trying to talk to him about stuff yeah yeah yeah, like yeah. I remember that pantry. yeah <laughs> he's like my, you know my kids yeah. need love and affection and all of that and I just can't I can't get off my phone <laughs> And it's like at some point, some something has to click, like some something in the radar, like something has to be like, all right, I'm doing too much. I'm doing yeah. way too much. Well, I, yeah, like I said, it's that so, dopamine effect, man. Like, um, even I think, and I think everybody, most people are guilty of it to a degree. Um, so I, I follow a lot of people, and I, I like to follow different people. And, you know, sometimes, especially for people that I don't know, I may follow them for a little while. I'm following them, you know, just to kind of see, you know, what, what things they have going on, you know, that type of thing, or see what I can, I can pick up from them or learn from them. Right. And then, you know, if they don't really, if I feel like they don't really have anything to offer, I unfollow and then, you know, start the process again. But, um, right. I feel like, uh, and, and how do I, how do I put this? I, I just think, especially with your Instagrams and your, your Facebooks and, and stuff like that. I just think people are so unapologetically vain today. Yeah. And that's a good, I that's think a good way to, that's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And that's the, and, and I think that's, that's the deception with it all. Right. Because you don't realize and see this is the thing this is the psychology behind it which is what they were trying to get at um because is is very is is very deceptive and sneaky how they get you to to do things or how social media gets you to do things and ends up controlling you if you're not really aware of what you're really doing so like for instance um like i said like i, I think it's just like instagram is you know and you know don't don't get it twisted. You know, I, I love to scroll through and look at, you know, like, you know, a bunch of beautiful women, whatever the case is. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm saying like, yo, this is this is like everybody's just so vain. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody has mm-hmm. to be everybody has to be in front of the camera doing something, dancing, like taking a picture of themselves, taking a picture of their new hair, they new outfits, they new, you know what I mean? Like everything is selfie, 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 selfie. And I just know yeah. that just from a, you know, from a, I mean, it's cool to, 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 to love yourself. Don't, don't get it twisted, but like to be in love with yourself, you know what I mean? Like, I, th- I feel like it's two different things. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think, I just think it's it's very vain. And I think it's gotten that way. People have gotten into that whole vanity space because of all the attention that they get. Like, attention is addictive, yeah. especially if you, you know, you do something. You got to think about the average person who does something or says something on 
social media and goes viral, right? I'm talking about to where media picks it up and everything. Yeah. So now they a star like overnight, you know, just because they did something to say something kind of cool or funny on social media. And so now you fall into that trap where you feel like you have to do more. You know what I mean? Or you have to do something right. else to keep that dopamine flowing or whatever. Because, I mean, think about it. Like, who doesn't like to get compliments and, 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 you know, you and got who doesn't, who doesn't like to be liked? Right, right. Yeah, who right, doesn't like and, to be liked? Right, right. Yeah. And now you got your, and then, you know, you might have your favorite celebrities following you because of this thing that you did on social media and all of that stuff. So I, I can only imagine. You know that the rush that you get off of that. So now you want to keep that going. You know what I mean? So like you know, like people like you know, you know how we in the hip hop community we listen to people like Jay Z or whatever. But Jay Z said it best one time. I think he's you know he said the worst the worst drug was fame. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, those cameras. Um, yeah, the cameras. Cameras are yeah, yeah. And it and they go and it's it's been a thing. Like there was. Uh, referencing back when I, I finished the uh, for those who have never read it or listened to it, go read or listen to because it's on Audible now. The Malcolm X autobiography, autobiography of Malcolm X. There's a, there's tons of gems dropped in there. There's tons of knowledge in there that you can take with you, you know, in your daily life for sure. But mm-hmm. I say that to say, um, Elijah Muhammad when he was grooming Malcolm to be a minister, um one of the top ministers he wanted him to be a national minister um for the nation of islam and what he was telling malcolm was he told malcolm to be aware of all these things he said i've taught you to be you know i've taught you to be disciplined with you know women you know don't not doing drugs you know reading all of this stuff he said but be careful of those cameras he said those cameras are addictive can be as addictive as any other drug out there. And this was something told to Malcolm in the 1950s, early mm-hmm. 60s. You know, like this was told, right. this was something that was taught to him then. And this was so, you know, it's crazy. Now we got everything in our hand. So right. if he was telling him that that was so addictive, you know, the media and the attention and the cameras, that's something that we have been able to now have at the palm in the palm of our hand and the right. the same stuff the same rules still apply like it's still addictive it's still a drug so and there isn't right. there is an addiction like if you having to every second of the day when you're not doing something if you have to pick up your phone and just scroll that's slightly an addiction you know, whether you want right. to admit it or not, and I'll be guilty right. of it, so I'm not yeah, condemning yeah, yeah. anybody, but yeah. I think it, and, and it's, it's like, yeah, and I think it's, I, I think for me, it's, it's definitely uh, an addiction because I like to see, I, I just like information and I just like to see what's going on, um, especially with the things that I'm interested in, you know, of course, like, so I'm a, you know, I'm a big credit person, so I feel like I need to be up on certain things credit wise. So I'm on there reading all types of articles based on credit, looking at YouTube videos, all all of this different type of stuff. But Mm -hmm. it's amazing how they how they cater it to to where you you're you're kept locked in. Right. Like you, you know, now you got these little video recommendations. Oh, since you like this, you may want to view this. And, And that's how you find 
other things, other avenues, but at the same time, you mess around, look up, you've been on your phone for two hours and you ain't done nothing else. Mm-hmm. And time, because time and keeps going. Is, like, time's not going to stop. Right. Because, yeah, yeah, I see my wife was showing me some stuff on TikTok. Like, we were just, it was like a, a day. It was on like a Saturday night. We were just hanging out. It was just like a, I guess, like a date night. And it was like the ending part of it. We were just laying, we were just on the couch, like watching TV. And she mm-hmm. pulled up TikTok. And then we were just watching some videos and just laughing at people. Right. But then we looked, and it had been like 30 to 45 no, minutes dude, of being dude. on there. And I'm like, I had, I had to get up when, when, tip, when TikTok kind of first came on and seeing, like, well, I mean, when Gary, V start talking about it, right? I figured mm-hmm. I would make a TikTok page and you know put some sapien stuff on there, right? Since it was the new hot thing, mm-hmm. bruh. Mm-hmm. I don't mess with TikTok at all, bruh. I had to stop. Yeah. I, I had to stop because so for so first of all, people are so talented and funny on TikTok that is hilarious. Is hilarious. Like every video will have you cracking up, right? That these people be putting out, right? Yeah. And they have, you know, yeah. these people are like influencers and, you know, they, they got, you know, thousands and thousands of followers and stuff like that. And they're really good at what they do. But mm-hmm. first couple of weeks, man, like I realized I would just be on TikTok for, it'd be about two hours. Two hours went by and I'm not doing anything but looking at videos, <laughs> laughing at people. <laughs> And I was like, yo, like after, you know, I'm real, you know, especially, you know, these past three years or whatever, you know, I just been in, you know, in this, just this big transitional phase in my life or whatever. So I'm really, really, really big on time. And, mm-hmm. um, I was like, nah, I was like, nah, this is getting deleted. This is getting deleted. I don't, I don't have, I, I don't have the time to waste like i'll i'll look at it every now and then like i don't have my account anymore but you know people share stuff on twitter or whatever or you know we we might share stuff back and forth or whatever but now i don't have no account no more like nah i ain't that and that's the first i feel like that's the first app that ever had me kind of like that like it wasn't like facebook and instagram and stuff like that ain't even had me like that but tiktok i was like yo I was like, yeah, this is straight up the devil right here. I can't, I can't do it. I got, <laughs> I got, I got to get off of here, man. Like, this is wild. Hey, like, but that, you, it's crazy. But don't, but don't you remember, don't you remember when, when, uh, when Twitter was, was first a thing and you know, at this yeah. point we were in our twenties, like early twenties. And yeah. I can recall because I would mess with you and our boy money about it. So we would just to set this up, people, we would be out me jay and another one of our buddies money mark we would be out we'd be maybe at a club or somewhere like a set somewhere where it's a social gathering of people you know and we'd be out and i would look to the side sometimes and i would see jay and mark scrolling on their phone like look and i would be like what are they looking at like they were on twitter like twitter was (laughs) super popular and they'd be like on their phone looking and i'm like and i'm like we're here at this place with all these people and these dudes over here scrolling on their phone, like what could possibly be that important? And, yeah, and yeah, I was and I was them notifications and stuff. Yeah, it would be no them, them notifications and stuff, or you talking to people that you you know what I mean, like you just interacting with different people. So yeah, and then you got to remember, man, me and me and money is introverts, so it don't take us, yeah. it don't take much for us to go in a corner somewhere and go <laughs> go look at a phone <laughs> or go do something else. Like we, I'm not. 
you know, I'm not super big on people and crowds and stuff like that. Yeah, and see, I'm the exact opposite. So I'm sitting there jumping around, like trying to figure out what are y'all doing? Yeah, what are y'all doing? Bouncing around and he bouncing off of walls, talking to people he don't know. <laughs> we got all this here I'm like pointing in the background you got the bar, you got whatever you want is there. I'm like, we, we got all this here you got all of this and you're on your phone like, and I, and I, but I, you know in, in a joking way but I would be messing with it like, I'm like what are, y'all, what are y'all looking at cause I didn't even have Twitter it took me, I think when you had Twitter and Mark had Twitter, I think I didn't get Twitter for another two years cause I yeah. didn't understand yeah. the point of documenting what I was doing, I was like, why yeah. would I want to? Why would you be interested in what yeah. I'm doing? Right here? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, it was the same. So listen, this is this is my thing because I would have been, I probably would have been in the space that you are now, social media wise, um, if mm-hmm. not just completely non-existent. Um, and you know, money will tell you he he got me into the social media stuff. Cause I was not, mm-hmm. I was not going at first. I was like, "Well, wait a minute, yeah. you you meet people digitally, and you you be talking to them, and then y'all like y'all be calling <laughs> each other on the phone and stuff, and then like Facebook, right? Yeah. So Facebook, I didn't understand. And I was like, so you put statuses, like what you, what your status is, what you currently doing, or I, I just I didn't I didn't understand it. You know what I mean? And then, you know, Twitter, yeah. even even with Twitter, I was just like, why is everybody, why would anybody care about what I'm doing? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and yeah. so, but but you have, but you have thousands of people who follow these people who find other people interesting and, you know, um, so that was, that was definitely a wave. I'm, I'm not as near as active on, on Twitter uh, as I used to be. Mo- most of it now is you know, saying little stuff here and there or just trying to promote my business. But yeah, like probably what was like oh eight, oh nine? Yeah. Twitter was yeah, Twitter yeah, was yeah. a big no, thing. It, it was a big thing. Yeah. And dude, I can remember I can remember when Facebook first came out. Like now that was one of the things that was the one of the few, if not the only thing that I ever was I think I was on before you. I think. <laughs> I don't know for sure. Yeah, you were you, had, you were you because remember and no, I dropped out. I dropped out, right? And you, well, I dropped out of college. So when I used to come back, you know, because I still used to mess with y'all or whatever. So I would come back, you know, for the little parties and whatever. And yeah, hang y'all out. Was yeah, talk, yeah. Y'all was yeah. talking about Facebook. I was like, Facebook. I was like, what? I was like, what is Facebook? What are y'all doing? You know, he's like, oh man, yeah. this person was on my right. Facebook. Oh yeah, she saw. I saw on my Facebook, bro. Yeah, like we friends, we connect. I was like, yo, what are y'all talking about? And uh, so <laughs> y'all tried to get me on. He's like, yo, come on, Jay. Like you should get on, man, because you probably still got your, your you know, because my my college email address was still active. And yeah. I was like, nah, I was like, nah, y'all can have that. I was like, I'm not interested. But then when they, they like a few years later or something like that, they opened it to everybody. I decided to hop on there for a minute. And I just did not, I just didn't see the hype. I was just like, yo, I don't get it. Um, so I stayed on there for maybe about, maybe about six months to a year and then got off of it. Yeah. No, like, and it's funny you say that because, you know, when it initially came out, 
I was like, I was hearing about it. It's like, hey man, you got to get on Facebook. And I was like, what is Facebook? And then they explained it to, you know, the, the explanation at the time was it was for college students to connect in different colleges. So, mm-hmm. you know, like as a normal, as a normal 19, 20, 21 year old guy, I'm looking on there to, to meet different girls in different colleges, <laughs> like right. like the rest of the guys right. were. Right, and right. so, you know, they're like, oh, you can talk to other, you know, trans- you telling me that we can connect with other college students, translation is, hey, we can talk to other girls that go to different schools. And so, and that was, you know, that was enough for me at the time, you know, being, being 19, 20. And I was like, cool. So I jumped on there and that was the sole purpose to meet, you know, to talk to girls from different schools. And it was cool and, and it was different. And But then even, even with that, I still, I still was kind of leery because I was just like, okay, but you know, because my thing was always human interaction, so it's like, okay, I'm talking to these right. people, but when am I ever going to see them in person? Like, when are we right. going to ever have a conversation in person? Like, is it just going to be solely on the computer? Am I going to mm-hmm. get to call you? Is it going to be awkward? So, right. you know, those things would come into play, and it was kind of like, eh. But, I mean, I was still on there. You know, I was on there quite a bit for a while, but I, I still phased out of it. Like it came a point where it was like, okay, yeah. it was a novelty, and then it kind of lo- it lost that, and I kind of yeah. was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. With it. So that, it and was I, like I, think I was done with yeah. that for a while. Yeah, and I think it's um, I, I, especially as I get older, like I, I I just don't care. Like I just don't I don't care to to um do I guess all of the things that people are getting into now because it's kind of like we're the generation that kind of started everything like it started with us yeah we're getting older now so now our you know either kids or our younger siblings and stuff like that they're they're getting into it more and more but it's just like eh, we I mean we we've already seen it we've already done it you know what I mean so that's kind of that's yeah. kind of the space that I'm in now, but I know I and, and you know the the other part to that is I is I'm kind of torn because I know that social media is a a uh, a very very good platform to try to get your business out there, try to be heard and and um, stuff like that. So that's really, I mean, honestly, it's it's I, like a it's a it's a gift and a curse, man. Yeah, it's, it's it a is. gift and a curse because yeah. because you want to you know, you want to promote things like you being, you having your own business, me being in real estate, like it, you know, it definitely helps to have that. So I'm on all of those things now and I'm, you know, pushing myself now to be more active on those things, but Mm -hmm. it's more from a business standpoint on socially only to talk more. So talk about my kids, uh, you know, connect with friends and family, but you know, for the most part, those things are, I look, I look at those things as like business tools right. and not so much for personal use. But I think that it, I think we have a duality effect to where we are sometimes with it and sometimes don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's because we're, we're the last generation that remembers what it was like before social media existed. Right. Like there was life before it. Right. And we're the last generation that kind of grew up without having social media, you know, right. at right. you know, at the beginning. Like right. we weren't 
we weren't 12, 13, 14, 15 years old worried about who yeah. was talking about what on Instagram. And it was just it was just different. Yeah, it was just really yeah. different. If if I said that I was going to meet you at the movies at 7, I had to be there at 7 and had to be in a specific place so that you could know where I was at. Because there was no cell phones. There was right. no texting saying, yo, I'm right here or I'm over here by the door. Or It's just you you had to plan all of that stuff out prior. You know yeah. what I mean? So and we're not, and we're not crazy. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying it's, it's crazy just how how it, it was. It, it, I felt like I feel like there's more of a convenience now, but there's more. There was more of a simplistic approach back then, if that makes sense. Oh, definitely, definitely. It it, it was like, I mean, you summed it up. Like there was just more attention to detail as far as being on time to certain things and knowing that you have to communicate before you leave. Um, I think that with, with social media, like but prior to social media, I think that people were definitely more engaged in things. Like we could have a conversation when we're all together, we're together. Mm-hmm. We're not worried about mm-hmm. what's on the phone or whatever that we're, we're cultivating those friendships or those relationships with the people that are right there right now. We're not mm-hmm. worried about such uh, your boy you're going to talk to next week or this, this is going on right. next week or what, you know, doing so many other things. Cause you said that you said something earlier where you spoke about being um, in tune with information. And I, mm-hmm. and I think we're not, not that I think I know that we, we have information overload now. Yeah, absolutely. Like information absolutely. overload is 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 so much, you know, that we don't need to hear twenty four seven. So, well, not only that, I think I, thought, I think the interesting, I think the interesting thing that one of the one of the guys said on, on the uh, the social dilemma thing was the fact that <laughs> you think that when you go and you Google stuff or whatever, and all of these things kind of populate and come up and try is try trying to predict what you're, you're type in that information is not coming up for you when you go search. Right. And right. so, right. That's where you get the division between what's the truth and what's really not. And the problem is with that is that, Nobody knows, nobody really knows the truth anymore. You know what I mean? Because there's so much division mm-hmm. between, I mean, you got, you got, you know what I mean? you. It's as simple as the Republicans and the Democratic Party. You know what I mean? What they really stand for and this, this and that. And then, you know, so it's division like that across the board. I'm talking about uh, everything from health to politics to whether the earth is flat around to whether it's coronavirus or 5G or whatever. And the thing is, a lot of people really don't know, but they think that they know. And so that places the, the, the division. And so if you don't know, if nobody oh, knows yeah. the truth, if, all, if, if people are on you know, one side of the fence and all of these other people are over on the other side of the fence, Nobody can come to the truth. It's always going to be divided. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because in order to stand in truth, right. people have to all stand right. on in one accord. 
So I just thought that was um, an interesting yeah. point that that people that that he brought up or whatever. Your inf- my information that I go search for on Google, you're not seeing the same things that I'm seeing because Google is catering to me and how I think about stuff and what I like and where I've been and what my next move is compared to Jay Stamp's next move or, you know, uh, Killer Cam's next move or Money's next move. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all different information that we're being fed based based off of our personalities, these AI things learning us or whatever. And it's, it's very interesting and scary at the same time because not only is this a um not only do i think that this is 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 interesting but is is biblical prophecy you know what i'm saying and it, it cannot it's it's not it, it cannot be halted you know what i mean like this this is going to play yeah. out how it's going to play out period yeah and it's just, it, it's just, you know, and that's, that's, uh, you know, that's definitely, a, a, I like your observation on that. And I agree with, I agree with it because I think that it comes a point where, and I think it's reaching that point where it's almost like you're going to see a crash. Like, you know, you see where the stock markets crashed at one point, or there was yeah. so much of everything and it just, it just shut down. Eventually there's going to be a point where social media just shuts down. Like it's gonna be so much. Mm-hmm. Something's gonna happen where it's shutting. I don't know if it's gonna shut it down forever or things mm-hmm. like that, but it's gonna come to a head to where I believe things are just gonna shut down. Like there's not gonna be a social media for a for a period of time. And I think that <clears throat> with and I, I think with that, I think you'll see people out you'll see some people continue to flourish, you know, and be mm-hmm. like, okay. But then there's going to be a, a a large segment of people that won't know what to do because because they're not on their phone so like their daily life. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. not going to know how to function because, um, yeah, that their their social media controlled them the whole time. So mm-hmm. yeah, and it I mean it just it does warp your sense of reality or whatever. Like, but it's it's kind of like how do you how do you tell somebody? to get out the matrix when they don't know they in the matrix in the first place. Like nobody think about it. Nobody knows. Nobody thinks they're in the matrix. Everybody think they woke. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So how do you, you know, (laughs) how do you tell a person, how do you come and say, how you come and tell a person that the actual truth about something, like most people are going to reject that because of, what their world has been shaped like. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. social media has a lot to do with it. I mean, think about it, man. We think about, I think we just think about crazy stuff now just because of social media. Like we go on and, and we oh, look yeah. at somebody's picture and we automatically put them in this box, right? So like we, mo- oh, we I make assumptions. Go- we make, right, we make right. certain assumptions about right. certain things. It's just like if the average guy goes to, like, let's say they go to a, a beautiful woman's Instagram page, right? The thoughts that come there is probably like, oh, she probably an Instagram model. She probably does this. She probably has sponsors. She probably does this, that, the third. You know what I mean? Like, it's all of these preconceived yeah. <laughs> judgments about, you know, what people are really doing or whatever. And a lot of times, it's not even like that. I mean, I just saw... <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a a um 
it was an Instagram post that somebody posted where you literally have these people that are taking pictures and it looks like they're on a private jet going somewhere. Uh-huh. But they're actually uh-huh. on a set. Like and they pay yeah. to use this set or whatever to take pictures to make it look like they're actually going somewhere on a private jet. It don't even be a private jet. It's it's a set. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But they do this yeah. to 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 make themselves appear bigger, larger than life, or larger than what they really are, or they make themselves appear like they really just got a lot of stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? And it's not so mm-hmm. again, you don't really you could see stuff, you you could see something with your own eyes and it still not be the truth. That's what I be trying to like tell people about stuff. It's just like, yo, just because you saw it still don't mean it's the truth. Like that's how much deception it is nowadays in in social media land. I mean, look at the people who who buy followers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or yeah. these influencers or whatever that buy followers or buy pages and stuff like that. It'd be like, it'd be like they be having like a million followers or whatever. Then they post something and then they have like 173 likes for the whole day. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm just like, mm, yeah. that don't that don't really add up. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? But it's just like it's just yeah. a huge facade everywhere. Yeah. No, that's facts, man. That's facts, man. And it and it's crazy because. You know, I saw that too. Where they, I've seen that, where you people will <laughs> do these things and you know create these illusions of being in certain places when they're really not, and then you mm-hmm. know that's gonna be the catch. Like that's how they catch people. That's how they bring people in. And you know, I just it just makes me shake my head. But I, I'm blessed because I feel that we're blessed in a lot of ways because we knew life before. So mm-hmm. I believe we'll be more, um, we'll be able to thrive after it in a sense, you know, we'll be, we'll be more, it will be more apt to thrive because we know it's not the end all be all. Like even for us too, that our generation, there's a lot of us that clearly like social media and are on it and, and are fully dialed in. But I believe that the majority, because we knew what it was like before, that mm-hmm. at some point we'll be like, even the ones that are really dialed in, like they're really on it, they'll be like, okay, I guess I got to regroup. You know, we mm-hmm. got to gotta go back to what I know because it's not, it's not all about, let me pick up this book and read this book or let me do this. Let me learn how to do this. Or, it's just that I think that people, you know, at certain point, and I think even the generations after us, they'll thrive. It just... I think it would just take longer to get out of that rut of not having that access to social media, but it's, you know, it, 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 people, people did thrive. People were okay before social media. (laughs) Like it was okay not to know what everybody was doing and, and you were able to live a normal life and, and communicate with people and all of these things. Like life was, life was still good. And, and, and I dare I say it might've been better in a lot of ways because I think people were just more dialed into what was going on in their own lives, in their own circle and not so dependent on what somebody in another state or three or four cities over that don't even know them, but likes their pictures continuously cares about. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I just think that, 
there there has to be a balance. But I also think that it's okay to unplug every now and then. Like it's okay to say, "Hey, I'm gonna take off a couple uh, of weeks of social media." And I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna chill out on this. I think it's gonna be a certain time where people are gonna have to make the choice to unplug forever or stay in this space. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If yeah. You, if if you know, you know. But. I think that yeah. time is coming much sooner than later because I think technology is starting to to, to reach its peak or, you know, because, um, I mean, soon, man, within the next, I think, few years and stuff like that, I mean, I think cash is going to be gone. We're going to have cryptocurrencies and all of these digital currencies or whatever that's taking place of cash. Everything's going to be contactless, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're just going to usher in a whole new thing and everything is going to be hooked up to the internet you know what i mean like including you know the people really you know what i mean you know they always talking about merging man and man with machine and all of that stuff um so yeah. they want everybody connected to the internet so that the so that they could you could be on this worldwide network and everybody can see or the powers that be can see what you're doing i mean they're they're already doing it through your phone you don't realize it though. Yeah. You you don't realize that your yeah. phone is controlling you. Like you won't leave the house without your phone, right? You know what I'm saying. Oh, you, you gonna go back to the house? Or you leave you the house? That's what I'm saying. You gonna go back to get it? That's what I'm saying. You be halfway down the street and your phone gonna call you like, "Hey, you left me at the house, Jay. What you gonna <laughs> do about that? You know what I mean?" I'm probably going to turn around and come get back. You know what I mean? Like that's the that's the world we live yeah. in. So I think I think the 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 thing about that is we have to we have to really really realize and understand what what we're doing and kind of what's controlling us to make a conscious to make a conscious effort to do something a little different. Yeah, and and it's no. And it's no mistake that your phone somehow seems to hook and link up with everything you have now. Your phone can link up to your TV. Your phone can link up to your car. Like my phone links up to my car. My TV. It can, it can control pretty much every electronic that I have in my life. Right. And then it's you learning know, you. So. It's learning. It's learning you. It's learning what you like. It's learning what ads you like. It's learning what ads ads you don't like. Everything is specifically catered to you. All of your vices, all of your, you know what I mean. All of the things that you, you get into that you probably shouldn't get into. It's going to pull. It's pulling up. I mean, look, look at look at your explore page now on Instagram. It's catered to everything that you like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything that you like, whether it's products, makeup, women, vacations, you know what I mean? Like whatever you want to like ha- Anything, what, what, everything. Whatever, yeah, Stickers, whatever, whatever you, you like. Yeah. Whatever you like, whatever you tapping on, you know what I mean? Is recording that. Oh, so mm-hmm. Jay like this. Okay, Jay stamps like this. Yeah, we gonna position this to him next time. Next time he log on. Oh yeah, he logged on again. Like so social dilemma was dope, mm-hmm. especially them three, like them, them three dudes like they were behind the scenes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's that exactly was hilarious. How it is, yeah, it'd be like, hey, throw this ad to him right now in six seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll be back up. So throw this ad because he just liked this and this and that. You know what I mean? So it's it's um 
but yeah, what what people don't understand is what's really going on behind the scenes. And see, I've always been a behind the scenes person. Like, don't give me the surface. Like, I want to know what's going on underneath. You know what I mean? Because that's where that's where the real stuff is at, and that's where the that's where the truth is at the end of the day. Because anything can be brought in. No, go ahead. Finish finish your statement. Yeah. No, oh no, I was just saying anything can be can be uh brought to you in in a, a nice pretty little package. Like for instance, uh like uh, let me give an example. Like uh I ain't going I ain't going to use that example. People going to get mad at me. I don't feel like a bunch of hate messages in my DM. <laughs> but let's just let's just say let's just say uh like, um, all right. So I, I, okay. I will give this an example, this example, whatever. Let's say, you know, hypothetically speaking or whatever, you know, a lot of people is into, um, you know, astrology and, you know, all of, all of those things that are associated with that tarot cards, all of this other stuff or whatever. So, um, would you, would you, I don't even know where you're going with this right now. (laughs) No, no, no. no. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is like a lot of that stuff is marketed as, as, um, you know, you got, you got certain stuff you can, you can use crystals and stuff like that. Keep bad energy out and stuff like that. So is it, what about, what about that water that Peter Popoff used on the, uh, infomercials at night? You know, yeah, the, 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 the holy water. Yeah. So you see how? So you see how? Yeah. So you you see how you see how stuff is like bundled up to you in a nice, pretty little package and and given to you or whatever. And you like, oh, that's oh, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Bad, you know, chase out bad energy and all of that. Yeah, I need that in my life or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you look bad beneath, the, bad juju, it, right? But if you look. If you look beneath the surface or whatever, would would you believe somebody if you if, if somebody told you that's a part of witchcraft? You know what I'm saying? If you look all the way beneath, you, you got to dig deep. You know what I'm saying? But if 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 you did if you did some research around how this kind of stuff originated or whatever, would you believe it or would you be like, nah, well this is this is new. This is this is this ain't that. This is new because it came in this package or whatever. I'm I'm rocking with this because this is the positive side. That what they was doing back then was negative, but now it's positive because it comes in a little pretty pink bow. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's it's, 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 it's a, one of them things too. Yeah, no, it's the it's the I agree with that. I think it's like you said, it's the it's the origin of things. It's the things that are behind the scenes. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's no different origin. than you know we talk about. Yeah, and it's no different than when we talk about, like, you know, even with actors and things of that nature, but the directors and the filmmakers, that's where it's at. Like, that's where the real money is made. That's where the consistent money is made is behind the camera because right. they're controlling the narrative. Exactly. And so those Why are you the think artists you have don't get paid? Of. Why you think all mm-hmm. of these recording artists don't get paid? All of, all of these people getting yep. jerked out of their money or whatever. You looking at the television thinking that they rich. And then every few mm-hmm. years, you hear about artists that you love so much that are disgruntled because they ain't getting paid nothing. Broke. Broke in a broke. Yep. And guess who got them broke? They managers, <laughs> they record labels, all the people behind the scenes that you don't see. They making the money. Not the artist, not the person mm-hmm. who got talent. 
The person who got talent, they just getting propped up on the pedestal while everybody else sucking them dry. Pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I mean, and that's why they call these things, they call it like, you know, the entertainment industry. Industry. When they cut when they say music business, like these things, they're not they're not worded these things for for just they're not just clever names or words. These things are named that that way for a reason. Mm-hmm. And you know, those are the last parts of the word. Like it's not mu- it's not like music arts and that's it. No, it's music business. So there's business involved. There's there's entertainment industry. Industry, there's a service provided. There's there's goods, there's services, there's business in that. And so, you know, there there's more than meets the eye. So with these things, um, with these things, there there's a lot more behind the lens than what's in front of you. Right. Basically. Right. Way and more. You have to you yeah, and you and you have to be aware of that. And you know, I think that's the that's the basis of this documentary. It's like, you know, yeah. the social dilemma, if not anything, if it doesn't do anything else, it at least gives you it at least a thought it's thought provoking to make you really dive into why you're looking at certain things. Is it causing you to look at the certain things make you happier to look at you know is it something that you are addicted to more so than you thought before so i mm-hmm. think it just makes you it's like a checks and balances thing it, it's going to make you it's going to make you check yourself and i think yeah. that's a positive thing so i think that is a that that was a big positive of the documentary yeah and i need to i mean i i was going on social media breaks where i would take a couple months off at a time remember that like I used to do it all the time, you know what I mean? Throughout the years or whatever, I need to, you know, I need to jump back on that train or whatever, because, you know, you just like your, your body needs a detox from all that trash you've been putting it into it over the years is the same thing for your, for your That's mental, facts. you know what I mean? Like you should take a, you need to take a social de- uh, a social detox every now and then. Yeah. And I think, I think for the same over here, like I think, um, as much as I say I'm going to ramp up certain things from a business aspect, I think from a personal aspect, I, I will be taking more time to not be on there. If it's not like business related, I will be more so not on it as much just to kind of, like you said, detox your mind. Is it, your mind needs detoxing too. That's one of the right. most important muscles in your body is your brain. So yeah. you, you got to remember you, you you have know, to people. detox that. Yeah, people, people, and people have to understand. I mean, the people who are, you know, aware of this stuff or like kind of believe in this stuff or whatever, it's your mental that's your your strongest weapon. Like you, you fight in a spiritual warfare, not a not a physical one. And yeah. I feel like social media is a big part of that spiritual warfare that's going on. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta you gotta make sure that your mind is in the right space to be able to combat that because. When you're on the wrong side of the fence, that's how you hear about all of these suicide cases going up. You know what I mean? They're not mentally strong yeah. enough to be able to handle all of that stuff that they see and in, in they're consuming on social media. And it's de- making them depressed. I think I feel like that's why everybody, you know, it, it was like a trend with this depression stuff or whatever. Not to, not to knock anybody that's really suffering from depression or anything like that. But you just see how it just all of a sudden came out. I got anxiety. I got depression. I got, you know, this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. And it was like a trend. It was like a bandwagon that kind of everybody hopped on. 
And that's dangerous. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I would not, just because you sad about some stuff or whatever, don't mean you depressed. And I would not, right. I would not speak those things into existence if you're not really, yeah. if there's not, if you're not really being plagued by something day in, day out. You know what I mean? Just because you sad about, because yeah, put, you know, uh, uh, putting that uh, energy out there. Yeah, putting that energy out there. We know your tongue is powerful. Yeah. Your tongue is very powerful. When you speak those things into existence, it, it kind of makes those things um, happen. So right. I, I would be be very aware of what you're putting out there, what what information and what energy you're putting out there, and because that's you know that's that could start a wave of things to happen in your life, either from a positive standpoint or a negative standpoint. Right. So you have to be you have to be aware of that stuff. Right. Right. Yeah, man. So yeah, I think everybody should should check that out. Listen to me, like promoting stuff on here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do that. Go ahead. Do that. (laughs) But yeah, go ahead. Talk. Talk your talk. One time and one time only, baby. Listen. I think everybody should watch that uh, social dilemma documentary on Netflix. I think it's a it's a it's actually a good watch. Um, I will go back to not watching TV again for some time now. <laughs> hey, I'm proud of you. That's all I got to say. I'm proud of you. I got him to watch. I probably won't get him to watch nothing else for a long time now. So you know, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take this one in. I'll just let him like go ahead and go. He has so much informative things to say today. Oh my god. I am proud of you, man. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm gonna get grinning from ear to ear. Yeah, yeah I, I know you are. Yeah, I, yeah, you always <laughs> grin, but yeah, this is a, your grin is wider today. I know it. I feel it. I feel it through the through the software application that we're talking through. Yeah, it makes my it makes my it does my soul good, man. It makes my heart happy that you <sighs> actually uh watch something, you know. Yeah, whatever. And, uh, yeah, told you I'm over here reading these books, man. <laughs> Hey man, I read these books too. I'm just telling you. Sometimes you gotta watch stuff, man. Sometimes you gotta you gotta get that that visual perspective. You know, it's that's there for a reason, man. It's tool. It's a tool. Man, it's too <laughs> but much, uh, man. with that being said, <laughs> with that being said, check out Social Dilemma, and that's the end of that. And we're gonna jump into a quick, um, quick chop it up segment real quick before we let you guys go today. And uh, we, I'm just going to go ahead and start it off because it's been a little bit. Um, hey, man, don't do it. Whatever yeah. you're thinking about doing, <laughs> don't do it. Start it off right, man. Let's go. <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, I think the last time we talked, the Lakers were currently still. In the uh, oh, my God. <laughs> You, See, you, I know you really man, didn't think I, I know this dude too well. Hey man, it, it was a chance. <laughs> chance you might have forgot. You really, you really didn't. You really didn't think this was gonna happen. This, this has got to happen. It's got to happen. <sighs> Fine. Fine. What do so, What do you want me to say, man? Shout out. So shout out to the first of all. Before I get to you, shout out to. <laughs> Shout out to the LA Lakers for securing another championship. I believe it's the 17th banner in the Staples Center. So shout out to LeBron. Shout out to A. Dizzle and the whole Los Angeles Lakers crew. 
Uh, we did this for we did this for Kobe, you know, Mamba forever. Oh, oh my God. So uh, you know, and and his little daughter, Mama Mama Sita. We did it for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, he he hollered out we like you hollered out we like you was on the court. I, mean, I'm a- <laughs> I was there. Shooting I was there. around with LeBron Shooting and all of that. Gym. I'm right there. Hey man, right there. Okay, man. So I, I will. I will. I will. I will. And, and all with, with all you know, all jokes aside, though, uh, I I got to give LeBron his props because, uh, and I, I was talking to you know a friend of ours a while back about this. Shout out to money. So I was I was telling him that I you know I felt like LeBron was that type of dude where he could go to any team and they be championship uh they could be uh a championship potential team just because he's been added to the roster. And I think that he's he's proven that. You know what I'm saying? He got what four rings with three different teams now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's four facts. rings with three well, four four rings with three teams. So I I do think that mm-hmm. that dude can can go anywhere and and get a ring and I mean and he, and at this point you know he's able to lobby and campaign for the people that he want to play with I mean dude dude can go to he can go to Sacramento and go get a ring next year if he want to or at least they they'll be in the the playoff picture in the championship yeah. picture you know what I mean so I, I give him his props on that yeah you know what I mean uh, I felt like. He he definitely did his thing in the West because the West is serious competition, and he put all of them boys down. And all yep. of them boys who had a fighting chance: Portland, yep. um, Houston, uh, who else? Denver. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like them Denver, boys had yep. a fighting chance and could not could, could not get it done. So. So I give him his props on that, and, we, and we've had this talk that. before. We, we we've had this talk before, you know. Evolution, you know. There's certain things that tend to evolve, and you know, the Lakers they tend to evolve and continue to evolve. Hey, look, one of look, the greatest go, franchises of all don't time. Don't go too far, before, man. <laughs> this team is what what. What te- let me ask you this? What team is this 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 particular Lakers team right don't, here? Don't what do team this. Is- don't ruin this. Don't ruin what this. Team- don't ruin what this team are they beating? What what team are they beating <laughs> in all the past? What team are they beating in the past, bro? They beating the 0102 Lakers? Hey man. Hey look, man. What- let me let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. What you not gonna do? <laughs> what you what you not gonna do is uh, try to hey, take man, my joy away. You know what I'm saying? I you just, not gonna come I in just, with this. With I this just sappy, gave him props. With this sappy props thing, and then you gonna come in and try to, to take away? Hey man, look. Hey, as I gotta as, do as a little bit. Right I mean, they the best. Then we give. I give <laughs> LeBron. We not I, we not speaking of the past. I give LeBron his props, but that's definitely where it stops. You know what I mean? So, I'm, I'm, (laughs) whatever, man. man. Don't forget about A. Dizzle, man. A. Dizzle. Oh, no, you know, A. D. is my (laughs) co-sign. I just couldn't cheer for him this year because he's with the Lakers. Like, what am I, what am I going to do that for? That would be, that's, that's stupid. You can still cheer for him. 
You no, can still cheer for him. I would have allowed no, that. Look, allowed Rondo, Rondo <laughs> been my guy for years. Couldn't cheer for him this year, man. Couldn't cheer for him. Yep. Yep. I mean, you know, yeah, he could have still cheered for him. Got, I, I cheered for Rondo in this LA. year. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of side-eyed that for a second. I'm not going to lie to you because there was years that I didn't like Rondo, but you know, the same thing can be said for LeBron. I was, you know, I was, I've been against them so long, and then you know they jump on my team, and I can't, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, rest of the real diehard Lakers fans, real quiet though. I we know, I, I know what's up. I know hey. y'all. I, I get it. I understand hey. y'all. Hey. I get it. He don't. <laughs> Stamps don't. Hey man, I get look. It, I get hey, it. Man. <laughs> Y'all, ain't, y'all have not. Y'all have been a third of the way vocal of, of as vocal as y'all been in the past. I get it though. I I, I know what I know what it is. I know what it is. Hey, hey, and to, hey, to all these other fans out here, like it wasn't nothing personal this year. Only time it's personal is against Boston because I do have a long-standing hate against Boston. So that that and that's well documented. So I do, I do, I do have. You know, I I wish that Boston would have made it to the finals just so we could crush them again. But other than that, I didn't really have any other personal angst. You know, against any. It wasn't personal against Miami. I like Miami. I knew Jimmy Buckets was worked his heart out. He was he couldn't get it done this year because you know it's Lake Show baby, but you know I I I got a lot of respect for Miami. I got a lot of respect for Portland. You know there's there's teams out there that I like. You know so it was it wasn't personal. You know it just you know, things got things just have to happen the way they happen. You know. Okay. You still you're there? Done. <laughs> yeah, you you're done. I think so. I think I'm done now. Okay. Yeah, Just, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Said. Hold on. Hold on one second. Shout out to the Lakers again, though, man. I just want to let that be known. L.A. Lakers for life. Uh, purple and gold. I'm gonna give me some Kobe's or something. Hmm, yeah. Uh, with that being like, said, I'm gonna go get. Jersey. I'm gonna cut out here <laughs> and get something to eat. You know what I mean? Grab some seafood or something, man. You hey, man, we still chopped it up, man. Yo, hey, man. You don't want to talk no more? Nah, I don't want to talk, talk no more. <laughs> I've done enough talking. I've done enough. <laughs> hey, hey, look, man. It's always next year, you know. Or in this case, probably in a couple of months, the new year will start. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, they started back. Yeah. I heard it was next week. They they uh, scrimmaging now, so. <laughs> This is starting to see they got to get right back. Get right back, LeBron. Year 18, let's go. Preseason start next month, right? (laughs) Let's go, LeBron. Year year 18. I saw you. I saw you in there lifting weights with your daughter. Let's go. Let's go. See (laughs) see what you made of. Hey, look, if all those that keep talking about all this one don't count because they was in the bubble. That I, I'm so tired of people. That had their team won, it would have been like, "Hey, man, we did it. We we did it. We did it." Even though COVID was around, but when the Lakers were, it's like, "Oh no, I didn't count." You know, we, it was well, bro, I mean, but year. you like, have to like, under, you, you got to understand. They try to man. like discount the win, because but do you know why though? But do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why? Why? Because it's the Lakers. Why? <laughs> so with that being said, this has been 
the halfway humble podcast. Hey man, look. Hey, hold on. I'm, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm your co-host, Jay. Hold on. And that's Jay Stance because uh-huh. he ain't gonna do right. Uh-huh. It's been real. I gotta go. Uh-uh. Hey man, look. I just gotta say one more time. Lake show. Lake show. <sighs> Lake show. It gives me, it just gives me so much, it does my heart well. I've been a very happy person this episode. It just does my heart well. Hey, I'm that. disconnecting this mic, man. I'm done. I'm walking out. <laughs> <on. laughs> hey, look, it, it, I think he did leave for real, but okay, look, since he's gone, I just want to tell you guys again, thank you guys for being listeners and being our extended family on the Halfway Humble podcast, and uh, we'll continue to dish out good content, and uh, we'll come back at you next week. But yeah, again, just one more time, if you didn't hear me, Lake Show, Lake Show, Lakers are the best. You know, that's all. You may see me on social media with on the Halfway Humble. I may even put a, a Lakers hat on on the Halfway Humble page and smile just to make Jay mad, because I think it'd be funny. So I'm gonna find my LA, LA Lakers uh gear and put it on and then wear it. Bro, uh, you still Instagram talking? Uh oh, sorry. I was ending it right now. I was just hey, telling man. how grateful I am. Hey man, a, let's go, bro. Let's go. <laughs> time to go. We had time, man. All right, we out. All right, we out. We got one more minute though. We got. We said one fifteen, right? <laughs> hey, but look, man. Let the music fade out that last minute. Man. Okay. All right, we out. We talk to you. We'll talk to y'all next week. Man, come on, man. Y'all stay blessed. I'm I'm saying bye. <laughs>